Hello, welcome to another episode of the Negrito Traveler Show. I'm your host, Jay Negrito, and I'm going to be talking about the five misconceptions that I had to unlearn while traveling South America. Now, if you're new to the show, this is episode three, and uh, I pretty much give a black man's opinion or a black man's perspective on South America. So, without further ado, let me get to number one. One of the first things I had to unlearn, or one of the misconceptions I had about South America, was that uh, that South America is just like one big monolithic continent, and uh, it's a very ignorant thing to think about now, looking back, because um, you know you you automatically I think. Looking back, you you look at South America and you think everybody speaks the same kind of language, so they must have the same kind of culture, or they must believe in the same kind of things. But it's just so much diversity, so much different cultures within that one continent, you know, that uh, is mind-blowing. And one of the reasons that I thought this way and a lot of other people from North America think this way is because, you know, if you're from the U.S., you know, you assume that everybody is like that, too. That because, you know, everybody in the U.S. speaks English, that, oh, with South America, they automatically either got to speak Spanish. But it's not true. They have they every co- country in South America has their own different culture. And even within that country, those people... You know, have they like different areas and different regions in that country might, you know, have a different accent or different culture or different beliefs as well. So that was one of the things that I had a misconception about and I had to unlearn that it's just not one big monolithic group of people. Number two, the second thing or the second misconception I learned while traveling South America throughout South America was Traveling from country to country can be very expensive, especially if you're trying to do this by uh, airplane. And one of the reasons for that being um, people really don't think about it like this, but usually when traveling from place to place, like just because it's close doesn't mean it's going to be cheap. It usually has something to do with trade or how many people from one country go to another country. That usually reflects the airplane ticket. Airplane tickets aren't really based on location, more or less. They're based on demand. So, you know, if I give you a good example, um, Paraguay, the heart of South America, you know, it's right in the middle of the whole continent. You would think because they're in the heart of South America that it'd be so much cheap. It'd be so cheap to go from one country to the next from Paraguay. But it's actually really expensive because Paraguay really doesn't trade with too many people in that region. They don't have like the bunch of tourists from Paraguay going to Colombia or going to uh, Chile or going to uh, Argentina. So because of that, the flights to Paraguay and from Paraguay can be very expensive and even within South America and sometimes countries don't even have flights to Paraguay I, one good example is that when, when I went from Colombia and I tried to go from Colombia to Paraguay I can never, there's no direct flight so I have to go to another country first and then go to Paraguay 
weird situation with that is I went north one time. I went to Panama and then I went back just to go to Paraguay because, again, Colombia doesn't have any flights to Paraguay, nor does Paraguay have flights to Colombia. So uh, that's another misconception I learned while traveling uh, throughout South America is that all the countries, just because they're right next to each other or within that same continent, the flights aren't cheap. If you compare it to maybe Asia, where a lot of those countries do do business, for example, uh, it's very cheap to get a flight from Thailand to maybe the Philippines or even India, you know, where you would maybe pay two or three hundred dollars to go from Thailand to the Philippines or three or four hundred dollars to go from the Philippines to uh, a well from India to Thailand. But in South America, you might pay seven or eight hundred dollars just to go from, you know, Colombia to Paraguay, which is ridiculous. But anyway, moving on to number three, the third misconception that I had to unlearn or I learned while traveling through South America was traveling by bus or car can be dangerous and time consuming because there are a lot of accidents and, uh, Oftentimes, there are no highways or anything like that because a lot of those countries in South America are developing countries. So oftentimes, you are traveling through small towns. You have people, vendors coming in on and off the bus trying to sell stuff. But the buses can be very comfortable. That is something that uh, I really like about traveling uh, to South America. Like the buses, because I guess so many people use them, they're very comfortable as opposed to if you rode a Greyhound bus and the seats really don't recline that much. There's barely any leg room. Buses in South America are comfortable, but the journey is very long. And again, one of the reasons that the journeys are so long is because there are no highways or expressways uh, where people can easily travel uh, throughout the country. So moving on to number four, in major cities, the ambiance can just be can be a, just as amazing as cities in America. Uh, a lot of times, people look at uh, South America and they think these countries are very underdeveloped. But when you go over there, you see American restaurants or American style restaurants and uh, American style amenities. So. Traveling throughout South America, if you stay in the tourist area, you stay in a good part of the city, sometimes you feel like you never left the, the States, or you'll feel like you're right back in the States. So that's something I found that was cool. And uh, finally, number five, uh, on the five misconceptions that I had about South America. Although a lot of the countries are diverse, and you do see a lot of the diversity in the country, there's usually one group or one you know segment of society that their culture kind of dominates every other culture and uh i don't have to necessarily name that for you guys to figure it out some stuff is left what they somebody once told me what's understood doesn't need to be explained and i think you understand what i'm saying when i say this one society or one group of one culture dominates every society. I mean, you see it in the religion, you see it in the clothes and the way people think. That particular culture usually dominates the society. Although there are influences from other cultures, like the African and the indigenous population, usually that one culture usually dominates that 
particular society in it, every way. And a lot of times people from these countries don't realize that. But once you start thinking about all the little stuff and, you know, and you start asking people certain questions about race, religion, it usually reflects the dominant society's view of those topics. But anyway, this has been your boy Jay Negrito once again on another episode of the Negrito Travel Podcast. Remember, live, love, and travel. Peace. Thank you.